Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you for spending this time together. And I know I say this all the time, but I really wish we could all just sit down at one big table together and just be having a conversation about the things we're talking about on the podcast. Since we can't, I'm glad we get to enjoy it this way. I'm thankful technology allows us all to talk, even from lots of different places, to have this time together. But I was thinking about it, and one of the reasons I would really love to sit down in person with each and every one of you is because we could really see each other's faces, look each other in the eyes. And I've actually, in like the last week, week and a half, I don't know how many different things, at least three that I can count, different things I've read or listened to or conversations I've had, the, this idea of eye contact has come up, whether it was from you know an author, a podcaster, or just someone I was talking to. And so usually when something keeps coming up, I think, oh, I should pay attention. This is maybe God kind of saying, hey, pay attention to this. So that's what I want to talk about today a little bit, this idea of eye contact, of really actually looking at people. How often in your normal day do you stop and actually just look at someone? Really look them in the eyes, listen to them while they're talking, look at them while you're talking to them, not be also doing dishes or also folding laundry or also trying to get out the door to work or frantically typing something or whatever it is, bathing the dog while your kids are trying to talk to you. It's so easy to really kind of just go through our lives. We talk to people, but we may not actually pause and really just look at them. And so this has come up for me a whole bunch of times in the last week, and it has really made me think through this importance of really looking at people and you know in just a very casual internet research session it's not really research but just you know, reading different articles and talking about eye contact and gaze and all of those things there's so many interesting things out there of people doing actual research studies looking at how eye contact with someone can produce different chemicals in our body like oxytocin which is probably familiar with it but it helps with bonding and with building trust and that connection to someone other studies about just how eye contact 
builds that connection and that again is probably based in the oxytocin but some of the studies I looked at just talked about that connection um also eye contact helps us focus and not be distracted how many times have you said to one of your kids hey please go put on your shoes and they walk away and two minutes later you say hey why aren't your shoes on and they say huh what you asked me to put my shoes on because we thought they were listening but they were really thinking about you know, who they were going to play with tomorrow or what unicorn princess they want to be or whatever whatever is going on all the time in your kid's brain. But that eye contact, when we stop and say, hey, please look at me, please give me your eyes, and then we ask them to do something that really helps them to focus, to not be distracted. It also helps us as grown-ups. A lot of the things that help our kids help us where we put our eyes is where we focus. It's funny when we look at that word because you can say like, oh, my eyes were focused on whatever. You know, there's a lot of like, oh, it was hard for my eyes to focus or they are focused or aren't or talking about lenses on cameras. Wherever a lens is focused, physically focused, that's what we're, our attention is on that thing. And so this really can apply to us as well. Where our eyes are, what our eyes are looking at, that's where our attention is. So if you've ever you know, been trying to talk to someone and they're looking down at their phone, you might feel like their attention is not on you because it's not, because they're looking down at their phone or they're looking at whatever it is, doesn't have to be their phone, where we direct our eyes is where our attention goes and I mean this it makes me think of this just popped into my head but the bible verse in Hebrews that talks about fixing our eyes on Jesus we focus we put our attention on him then that directs our path there was I don't remember where I heard this so could be wrong, but it, it seems to fit. Um, but somebody talking about road safety, like if you're tr driving down the road and there's an accident or some kind of hazard along the side of the road, that like driver safety courses tell you don't look at the accident or the hazard or the whatever because you'll actually kind of slowly veer towards it, but look at the lane in front of you where you're supposed to be going. Because wherever you're looking, if you're looking over at that accident, you're looking over at whatever, you might be veering out of your lane. And so yeah, where we're looking is where we're going to go. Where we're looking is where our attention is. And it's so, so easy in our modern world with all the distractions, all the everything, to not really take time to look people in the eyes. So I just want us to kind of all have a little bit of a perspective shift today about how important it is to look at people, really look at them, not just, oh, I see you over there doing this. Hey, stop pulling the dog's tail. Hey, stop messing with your brother. Really look at the people in our lives, our friends, our husbands, our children, giving them our eyes, giving them our attention is this practical to do every second? Absolutely not. If every single time my seven-year-old wanted to tell me a story, I dropped everything and just looked at him in the eyes until his story was done, I would never, ever, ever get anything else done, ever. Uh, we can't. 
always drop what we're doing and just completely give someone our eyes. But I think all of us, if we're really honest, probably could increase the amount of actual visual contact that we give the most important people in our lives. So practically, and I guess there's two things practically. One is, I kind of mentioned it before, but our kids learn by what we do, right? So if we want our kids to give us eye contact when we're talking to them, when we're giving instructions, we need to be willing to give that eye contact to them. So that's the first part I think here is as a practical application, look for some ways to when your child is asking you something, look for one opportunity each day or one with each kid or maybe you want to say two each day, whatever it is, some amount of opportunities regularly where your child is trying to show you something or tell you something, you pause, you put down what you're doing and you fully give them your eyes when they are trying to get your attention. And then when it comes to a point where you're trying to either give instructions or have a deep conversation with one of them and you're trying to tell them, hey, could you please look me in the eyes so I know you're listening, so we can really be connecting and focusing about this, they're going to be way more willing to do it if you've taught them how by when they come to you and are trying to get your attention. Sometimes, not always, because we can't really always do it, but sometimes we put things down, we look at them, we give them our full attention. So that's kind of the first one there of teaching our kids how to give eye contact by us doing it. And then when we're trying to give instructions, when we're trying to give guidance, asking them to give us their eyes. We, this is a phrase I think my husband coined or he started it. I don't know. Maybe he got it from somewhere, but saying, okay, please give me your eyes, buddy. I need your eyes so that I know you're listening. Uh, I stole from my kid's kindergarten teacher, <laughs> one, two, three, eyes on me. Probably heard that one before. We use that one a lot. Whatever it is that you want to do to kind of signal to your kids, hey, I'm about to tell you something important. I need to know you're not going to be getting distracted, that your focus is on me so you can really hear the directions I'm giving or just something important I want to say to you. And I would say it's also a fun idea to not always just give them something to do when they look at you, but to say, sometimes to just walk up to your kid and say, hey, can you give me your eyes a second? And when they do, just speak some love to them. Say, buddy, I'm just so glad I get to be with you today. Or I really love being your mom. Or, hey, I noticed this really cool thing that you did. Because we don't want them to feel like, okay, every time I look at mom, she just tells me to go do something, you know, go brush your teeth, go put your dirty clothes in the hamper, whatever it is. So look for those opportunities to ask them to give you eye contact and then just speak life and speak something loving to them because when they're really looking at you, they're getting that eye contact and you're speaking loving words to them, that is going to be a huge deposit in your relationship with that child and it will also help them to when you do need to give directions or instructions, they'll be in that habit of, okay, I'm going to look at mom and actually listen. 
So, I don't know, I may have three points here. I thought I had two, but <laughs> it's kind of two and a half. So, I think also with the giving our kids eye contact when they come and try to get our attention, partly, yes, that's helping them learn how to give eye contact to us, but I think the other thing is it shows them they're important to us because where our eyes are, where our focus is, where our attention is, that's kind of a way that we demonstrate what's important to us. And so if your child always sees your eyes on your phone or always sees your eyes on your work computer or always sees your eyes on something you're sewing or cooking or whatever it is, they're going to consistently be getting the message like that's what's important to mom. So I think it just is a very valuable thing to be able to choose some times, some opportunities when we can look away from what we're doing, pause for a minute when it's safe to pause, you know, not while you're driving down the road, obviously, but when, when you can, to pause for just a second, fully give someone your eyes. Think about, I think to make this one really feel important, think about how you feel if you walk into a room and you say to someone, hey, I just read this really cool article and it was about this and that and if they just keep doing whatever they're doing, uh-huh, yeah, cool, nice. You don't feel super connected to that person, probably. If they stop what they're doing, look at you, really listen to what you're saying and respond to you and engage in a conversation you're going to feel so much more connected to that person, so much more loved, so much more important to them. So if there's any way that you can today, tomorrow, this week, look for those opportunities to really give someone your gaze, really give someone your eyes. I think that is, is such a huge gift and so much more valuable than whatever you're looking at, whatever you're trying to do. Not that those things don't matter, not that those things aren't important, and again, we can't always pause what we're doing, or life will be crazy, but taking some opportunities to show with our actions, with our eyes, the people that matter most to us, that they are important to us, that they do matter more to us than whatever it is we're trying to accomplish in that moment. I hope that this something really simple and practical and actionable that you can just go out and apply today and I would absolutely love to hear from you if you have a story of I did this and this is what happened um, that's kind of our email question of the week that I've started doing is to just shoot me an email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com and just let me know how you applied this what happened how it went I would absolutely love to hear from you. I hope you all have a really lovely weekend. It's Friday when this is coming out, so whenever you listen to it, I hope you have a lovely week or weekend or whatever, and I will see you back here next week.